Moncrief on News Talk. If you've ever got a scam call or even a call from someone just trying to sell you something, you may have felt that brief temptation to drag it out just to ruin their day. But who has the time for that? In the US, though, Roger Anderson has devised a way to satisfy those revenge fantasies through the use of artificial intelligence. He's the founder of the Jolly Roger Telephone Company. Afternoon. Uh, Good afternoon to you, Roger. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Uh, So could you start by explaining to us how it works? Uh, certainly, the robots will intercept your telemarketers. We, we, you know, my my in my day job and my passion and and is telecom. So I love telephones, and I've figured out a way to um, sort of integrate as easy as possible. Integrate these robots into phones into your phone service through the cloud, just through the regular telephone network. And these robots then will detect when you have a telemarketing call or a junk call. Um, and then they will intercept that and and have a, a human sounding robot pick up the phone and and talk to that telemarketer or scammer. Okay, so and and how do they know? Uh, I mean, is there a list of 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 numbers that somehow they intercept before? Say, if I'm getting if I'm getting scam calls, often you know the common one over here is that I own a gazillion quid on my Amazon account for some inexplicable reason, and I have to ring right. up some guy in in I think Pakistan or something to to, to sort it all out. So you're able right. to intercept that call before I get it. In some cases, yes. Uh, in some cases, you have to reject it first. So if you don't recognize the number, you can reject it. And we treat unknown calls or calls that you that, you know people that you know about on your whitelist. We treat those kindly with regular voicemail. Um, and it's the calls that um, that either you tell us this number is a scam or perhaps it matches a pattern. Or um, there are services out there that that sort of build reputations of phone numbers. So they monitor the entire network and they say, well, based upon the patterns that we see, this number right now is a, is likely a scam, and um, and and we can subscribe to those services and then uh, use that score to right. determine whether or not to pick up with a robot. Okay, so that so then when you're picked up, and and as I understand it, you have a kind of a range of characters who can a- answer these calls. Do you tailor each character uh, to each particular sort of scammer if you already know them? If we already know them, yes, we can do that. But of course, uh, you know, as you say, there's a there's a wide variety of scams you never really know, and that's why what is interesting is now that we're using ChatGPT, um, ChatGPT will sort of take over the conversation. So it'll, it will use the voice of of some of the existing characters that we have, but using voice cloning technology. Um, and some voice, uh, some speech recognition from Speechmatix, actually, a local company out with you uh, out there. Um, we will, the, the chat GPT will take over the conversation. So it's about your Amazon balance, then chat GPT and our Jolly Roger robots will happily chat about Amazon and, and things that way, or w- whatever the scam is, whatever the call is about, ChatGPT will tune the conversation appropriately. Mm, and ChatGPT can answer in real time, can it? There isn't any kind of lag. There's there is some lag, um, but we've done some very clever things. More, you know, kind of like a Rube Goldberg machine behind the scenes, right? When we intercept that call, it starts a marble rolling at the top of the of the of the machine. And then by the time we kind of get into the call, these, there's a lot of things ticking and and gears moving. And we're feeding calls, uh, detecting speech, getting the information from the telemarketer. By the time it's all rolling along, it's sort of a, a you know, just a giant machine that's just feeding information. And it, and it ends up being entertaining and funny and 
even when the robots are delayed slightly, we have some stalling techniques and, and things that way. So it kind of ends up being sort of entertaining for you, which turns the tables, right? You don't mind telemarketing calls so much anymore if the uh, robots pick up. And the, the uh, and so I suppose because of that, does that mean every scenario is slightly different depending on what the scam caller is saying? You can go in a completely different direction. They, exactly. Depending on the conversation, we we do have you know, we call them personas, right? So based upon the prompt that we feed into ChatGPT, we will pick a random personality. So it might be a, a salesperson, it might be a, a, a mom, it might be an Instagram model, it might be, a, you know, a, somebody who's really angry. So so at the very beginning, we'll sort of, we'll sort of give ChatGPT a clue of the type of person he should pretend to be, or she, and um, and then the 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 conversation will just fall from there appropriately, but tune itself to the telemarketer's interaction. Yeah, and so I was, and the point here, I assume, is to drag it out for as long as possible and waste their time. Are you kind of keeping a track? Correct, of Correct, right? It's it's. It, sorry, go ahead. I was wondering, are you keeping a track of what you know? What averages are your averages going up for how how, how get how good you're getting at dragging it out? Yes, it's it's gotten very. The, the stats are somewhat surprising. Um, sometimes the calls last a, a very very long time, and um, and it's interesting because uh, you know this the people don't really have a sense of speaking with a robot or ChatGPT. The robots sound human. This is sort of a new concept, um, and so they will they will keep chatting. Our job is to keep them on the line as much as possible. Um, it's sort of a, a fun, whimsical service, but the mission is serious because uh, obviously the more time we spend with the telemarketer, the less time they have to defraud, you know, uh, potential victims out mm. there. But also by keeping a telemarketer engaged, we're, we're preventing their auto dialers from flooding the network with, you know, hundreds and hundreds of, of calls trying to find somebody else. And do they normally realize that... Um... You're, you know, that they're being scammed in a sense, or do they just lose patience and hang up? Uh, they don't. Uh, in, typically, they don't. They just assume it's a person messing with them or a person who's just uh, confused, um, and then they'll get frustrated. Oftentimes, the telemarketers, um, you know, they try not to touch any buttons. I, I sort of picture them leaning back in a chair talking, and when they want to disconnect the call, they'll get extremely abusive and start swearing Oh. Um, and then that will cause, obviously, the call party typically would disconnect in a situation like that. Um, but the robots will just keep going. And so the, the telemarketers, sometimes the scammers are a little surprised because they'll just keep getting more and more abusive and the conversation will go on. The robots won't hang up. And yeah. I think they're tracked sometimes on how often they hang up. So the telemarketers try not to hang up the phone. They'll try to get you to hang up. Roger Anderson is founder of the Jolly Roger Telephone Company. Roger, thank you very much. Thank you. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.